Do you need a minute or could no, you no, go? let's no, you go? no. Okay, cool. What's up, peeps? Hey, everyone. Oh, I just bonked that. Dang, sorry. Uh, welcome Hi. to the Being Church Podcast. I'm Tom. I'm Elisa. Uh, yeah. We're here. Uh, we're happy that you've joined us. Um, I was Speak telling Tom. <laughs> JK. Uh, I was telling Tom that on a Wednesday of last week, Father Jesse Martinez uh, came and celebrated a special mass just for the confirmation year one and year two students. Mm-hmm. This is kind of uh, the way that our confirmation uh, program teaches the kids about the beauty of mass because you can do a lesson uh you can require them to kind of come every wednesday and um tell us what they heard or um but there's something really beautiful in um a priest celebrating a special mass just for you and then talking to you about you know why mass is such a big deal yeah um one of the really cool things that father jesse did was he um brought all his vestments and so he was in his clerics and before mass actually put each piece on cool and and um said the prayers that they that they say before explained what each piece was and so that for me and that's one of the great things about being catholic is that you're never ever going to learn all there is to know um Mm. i had never heard those prayers i had i didn't know what each actual individual piece Mm -hmm. was called or Mm -hmm. was it about what it was about so i just wanted uh to talk a little bit about mass and uh, why we do it every well, right, Sunday. Right, because you had a big conversation with them after, like, right? why do we go to mass? Right. Besides, outside of, okay, the Ten Commandments sure, uh, tell us that we need to keep right. the Sabbath holy, which right. is for Catholics because Jesus rose on Sunday, is Sunday. So we have to keep that day uh Holy, mm-hmm. God said so, and also it's the first precept of our of our church. Yeah, go to daily or weekly mass. Right, is to go to to go to mass every Sunday outside of um because I mean you can tell teenagers or anybody really you this is the rule mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. this is the red light the rule is you stop at the red light but I think it's uh it's more beautiful and more perfect to explain what comes. By way of stopping at the red light, what comes by way of right. um, of coming to mass every Sunday? Well, it's it's difficult to talk about why we go because I mean we go because you could throw all the church language right, sacrifice the mass, um, right. recharge your batteries after the week, the community right. You could talk about all this stuff, but at the end of the day, we've all those of us who are regular churchgoers, we we have Sundays where we do not want to be there, even you and me. Right, because we're tired or... I can distinctly remember where I've been like, this is the last place I want to be right now. Right. But why do we still go? What's the, what's the, one of the things, uh, so, so Father Jesse talked about, you know, some things with the teens. The one thing that kind of stuck out in my mind that I really loved, which it's kind of crazy because he was there for them, but like, I was like, oh. Mm, yeah. Um, he was talking to them about kind of like the routine of it all and how it, it does get hard for all of us. You yeah. know, it's it's the same thing every Sunday. And so, but one of the things he said is that, um, yes, it is the same thing every Sunday, but some things do change. And mm-hmm. he said uh, the readings change mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, the prayers, uh, you know, change like the the collect and whatever. Yeah, sure. But he said, but we change. 
And that kind of like really was a really interesting way for me to look at the fact that you are in different stages, Mm -hmm. uh, week to week sometimes, but just like in, in general, you know, you as a person, your joys, your struggles, your heartache, your, uh, the, the life that you're living with your family, all of that changes. And so you did not bring your same self to Jesus every Sunday. And so, uh, we also need that structure because our, our life is kind of. Absolutely. I, I mean, you're right. Like it stays the same, but we keep bringing different things to mass. And, and that's, that's a big part of mass. It's like that. I mean, theologically speaking, there is a sacrifice happening, right? That's the role of a priest. That's what priests do. They sacrifice and we're baptized as priests too. And so we're supposed to bring something to mass to, to offer back to the Lord, our lives, what we've done, you know, our very selves that we might be consecrated and made holy. But there's something, there's something beautiful in what you're saying. And that like, it's always there for us. It's always the same. And it's we who are different and it means something new to us. Every time we go, when, when we talk about like reading the same Bible stories over and over again, or like, Oh my gosh, we're going to study the creation story again. Or like, we're going to listen to these readings you know, Jesus' crucifixion again, we get it. I get it. Right. It stays the same. There's nothing there for me. That's not true. Like God works in such a way where there's always something new for us to get. And it might not be some big theological revelation about God. Going to mass on Sunday, it might be like, hey, I was supposed to talk to this person. Like this person had the exact words that I needed to bring me out of my funk or whatever. Um, And also there's um, today, it's interesting that, um, in all of this stuff that has been going on, uh, in the church, um, you know, I kind of was in a funk for a while and my, my prayer was a lot like I'm in a funk, sorry. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I kept hearing him say, draw near to me, not to like whoever, like you need to draw near to me. And so of course mass is going to be where I draw near to him, but also I've tried really hard the last couple of weeks to get up. And the first thing I do is to read the scripture for the day. And so mm-hmm. this morning was no different. And it's interesting, um, because we talked about discussing this today, the Psalms actually talk about the precepts of the church and mm. the commandments and actually loving them, Mm. loving them because of the freedom that they give us. And so I think that's an important thing that we might miss about mass is that where is the freedom that we gain in our, in our lives when we are obedient, when we love the obedient part of it, when we love, this is the rule when we, instead of dragging ourselves because we're supposed to, when we fall in love with the uh, obedience or that God has this law for our own good. Yeah. Wait, where, where have I become free? But I would want, so, so I guess this is the question you and I have been mass goers every Sunday mass goers for a long time. What benefit outside of yes, we know receiving spiritual food is the primary benefit, right? Strength for the journey in grace that we can't even begin to articulate, articulate or explain. But now that you've looked back on however many years of like, I'm doing, I'm, you know, in and out, in and out, what can you say about what this has meant or what this has done? Can, can we articulate to somebody like this? I've gone to mass every Sunday for like, I don't know, a million and 10 years. How is my life different? different. Yeah. Well, I think, um, 
on a basic level, I think there's some importance to, as human beings, we need some um, structure. Yeah. And we need consistency in our lives. And there is something important to ritual. Um, whether it's like your own personal rituals, I get up at 530, I do this, I do that, I do that. Um, or like rituals with your loved one, right? We go on dates every Friday. Like we talk for 30 minutes when we get home from work, whatever. Like the, we need we need rituals. We need some sort of predictability in our lives. Right. Um, and not just predictability, but depth to that predictability, right? So yeah, those rituals right. in well, your life, they mean something. I think, yeah, I think they mean something, but I, I think there are times when we do them just because we know that we have to do them. Absolutely. I mean, I will, of course, like I don't have great spiritual revelations every Sunday in mass. I would say more often than not, I'm like, man, would these babies be quiet so I can listen? <laughs> I right. love the babies. One day those will be your babies. I know. No, and I know that's going to happen. But but I, I think that like there is something to – the church in her wisdom knows that we are human and spiritual beings. We are, we are both body and soul. And our bodies need regular uh, ritual. They need tending to. They need to be in a place at scheduled times. Like there, there needs to be rhythm in our lives. Um so I think at a basic level, I think that's that's important. Like that's why I've gone to mass most Sundays since I was, you know, baptized. Right. Um, but it's that's a, it's a hard thing to talk about because there is some sort of like, oh, it's an obligation. I have to go. Um, and yeah, if I were if I hadn't if I didn't go, I would feel guilty. Right. But like you would I feel out? guilty because I broke a rule? No, I'd feel guilty because I think I'd miss out. Right. I think right. I've I've come to understand that there's more here than meets the eye. Right. There's and I think that's the thing is that there's more that's happening um than we know, right? And so uh we go and there's a different aspect probably that impacts us um every time that we're that we either are or not aware of. You know, sometimes the homily is just like, Oh my gosh, that's I gotta change that this week. And right. um I will say that uh, you know coming every Sunday has helped me feel like I belong somewhere. Exactly. And, um, you know, there's a story I love to tell of when, um, I had just had my second, uh, baby Noah. And, um, after mass one day, uh, a lady who I didn't know came up and gave me a baby blanket that she had sewn for him. Oh my gosh. I did not know her. That's incredible. She just watched me be pregnant, watched me bring this newborn and said, hi, your family's so sweet. Uh, and I just thought that I would, uh, (laughs) I would give you this blanket here at St. Louis King of France. That's incredible. And so, um, to know that like, you don't know that you're being noticed. You don't know that, that without you, there's, uh, like there's a loss here. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot that we can, explain I guess perfectly but I think it takes time to see the depth like there's a lot that goes on on Sunday right not just the grace not just the theology stuff but like there's a lot that goes on with the community too right and it takes time to sort of get in the groove it takes time to belong I think often people go for a week or two and they're like oh that usher was a jerk you know this lady gave me a nasty look when my baby started making noise right and like that's that's terrible we need to fix those things but it takes time to know that you belong. It takes time to grow in appreciation. So like if I was just starting to go to mass now, like if I was just joining the Catholic church now, 
I think it would be a different story. It would be really difficult to say that mass was important. Um, I'm look. I think about our people in our CIA, some of whom have no faith background, right? Like totally nothing. To speak about regular Sunday church attendance, like that's out of left field, right? You know, and and if we get mad that we're not here, it's like, well, do you know that like they're they have to change their whole lives? Like they work on Sunday, right? Right? Like they they have to change their lives, right? Um, and so a lot of it's a big paradigm shift. And I think, I think to understand it, you have to experience it. Right. And also we kind of have to, we kind of just, and this is really kind of, uh, American or just, I don't know, 2018 thinking, but, um, not everything is going to be convenient or about us. Right. Right. (laughs) So, so like, uh, me having like a birthday party or something that I need to go to and, mass being an inconvenience well that I think that approaches is never gonna if if we approach mass as an inconvenience and not as a love affair or as a time to worship God or a time is like you know what you're still breathing and this is an hour and 15 minutes of all the hours move things around um if we look at it like it's an inconvenience then it then it will right be an inconvenience yeah and I think that um even talking about it, that like I remember, I remember my grandma was talking to me about mass one time, and she's like, "It's forty five minutes to an hour and a half out of your life every week. You can do that." I still think there's like some some guilting. Oh, happening it is there, for sure. Right? Uh, but but it's also like you're not you're not always the priority. You know, like sorry, you're not right. Like sometimes life is about more than just you, and that's hard for us to. It's gather. super hard, but it's it's harder when we don't realize that there's a benefit there, right? Because there. It's that's still making it about us, actually. Right. But there's there is a benefit there. We just don't understand it because we have the soccer game or we have the football game or we right. have whatever. Um, I would just like to say the Catholic Church hard. does a great job having a thousand different opportunities to go. Yeah, you can go so, Saturday night. Yeah. I actually told someone in RCA or confirmation. I can't remember. I was like, you know, you can go on Saturday night and it counts for Sunday. And he was like, wait, I can do that. Like he was like, yeah, totally. Oh, I can totally do that. And I was like, that's oh, okay, awesome. cool. Um, well, I was going to say something about mass. Oh, one of the, yeah, about making it a priority, about kind of putting yourself second. Like one of the times I was in college, one of the times I really, it was like the first time in my life I really, really, really did not want to go to mass. Like it wasn't like, oh, it sucks. It was like, I do not want to go. It was because I was not, I was my own priority there, right? I had homework to do. I had this to do and it was my own fault. Um, but I went anyway and like it was, it was much better that I went. Uh, like I f- felt different. Like I was different. Yeah. After I after I left Mass, there's um, something super beautiful and wonderful about God of the Universe waiting for you. Yeah. Like waiting for you in that tabernacle yeah. to be with Him, and for our opportunity to go and worship Him and love Him. Like there's something really beautiful about it. And if we make it a mechanism, a thing, a box to check, which is easy to do because we're super busy and we have all the boxes that really do need to be checked. And to take this one thing out of that list of things, and it's just really an encounter with God and with his people, um, I think it has the opportunity to be a, a love affair. I don't know. It's hard to... One of the hardest parts of my job is to communicate this right. to this generation. Well, it's hard to take these big things that we know right. there's so much depth and explain it to people who just, by no fault of their own, have right. no, just that don't know. Well, and to make it 
not feel like I'm selling this to you. Yeah, right. I'm not, or I like don't want to sell. I'm offering. This mm-hmm. is an offer. Just this is an offer. And like I'm sharing with you what's been really beneficial for me. Right. Like I think I can do the same thing for you. Right. Um, I've said this before on here. The community aspect of mass. It's really interesting because those times that I don't feel like I want to go, it's mostly because I don't want to interact with people um, because I'm feeling down or moody or whatever. And I just want to sit on my couch. And so some days the last thing I want to do is be a part of a community that's worshiping. Right. But it ends up being exactly what I need. Like sometimes, some days I don't want to be known. I don't want people to say, Hey Tom. And so I'll go to, you know, a different church maybe, but, but in the end, like, you know the people around you because, like, you know what everyone's about. Like, right. Like, you so, know that we're all here to do the same thing. And so there's something to this community aspect that is healing. That we don't – it's medicine we don't always want, but it's can good. Can you imagine that I'm – this is 10 years removed from that lady who gave me a blanket and top five experiences of all time here at St. Louis yeah. easily. Yeah. Had nothing to do with a priest. Had yeah. nothing to do with uh, a class, uh, my confirmation class or whatever. This had to do with somebody in the community loving me. And so those are the opportunities. I feel like everybody in our um, – parish community has this opportunity to draw draw people in and uh offer this experience of mass instead of sell it just by just by who we are and how we how we talk about the mass and how we um you know just by our witness of i'm showing up every sunday rain or shine right i can't live my week without it right like could you imagine if someone came up to you and said that like you need to do this thing I can't live my week without this. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to check that, that out. What right? is that thing? But like, is that our, is that our Posture, attitude when right. it comes to mass? I don't know. Is it? And shouldn't it be? Right. And like when we're there, yeah, shouldn't we be reaching out to the new moms and being like, oh my gosh, I've seen you grow for nine months. Yeah. I'm so happy this baby is here. And have that mom be like, oh, me too. Like, <laughs> right. Like just yeah. to have these moments no. of humanity together. Right. Like that's community. Right. That, instead of throwing a dirty look. Right. And also just being able to explain what you love about the mass because out there in the world, mass doesn't look very flashy. Lots of my, I have teenagers who are going to other churches, <laughs> yeah. uh, n- not totally because, but partly because, you know, it's, this is, uh, this is ritual and this is tradition and this is uh, pageantry and this is, you know, and so to explain, to be able to say, oh, but, you know that light by the, you know, by the yeah. tabernacle right. to know why you love mass. Right. We need to be, uh, so there's this heresy called Gnosticism. Oh yeah. That's what you guys talked about. And it's about like secret knowledge and only those who have secret knowledge can be saved. We are not Gnostics, right? right. Th- these things about the church and about the mass and like these little things would be very helpful for people. I think we need to do a better job of sharing them. I had an experience in Houston where I, uh, you know, Joel Osteen is. Yes. I, have I told you the story before? No. I, me and a friend went undercover when we came <laughs> and we were like, let's go to, let's go to Joel's church. I'm like picturing you with like a uh, dark shades and. <laughs> um, and so we went because we, we were truly curious. We were right. like, what's the deal? We've never been to a mass like this or a service like this before. And so we were like, okay, we'll go to Joel's at like 9.30 and then we'll go to Mass at 11.30. Cool. Well, it was like a concert and a production. And right. like we only stayed for half of his uh, teaching uh, sermon. sermon. There we go. And um, I mean, it was fun and it was cool. And there were really interesting moments where I was like, wow, we can learn a lot from this. Like, right, for sure. There were moments of like 
praying over and with each other. The welcoming attitude was scary incredible. Right. Through the roof. These people came up to us like, are you new here? First of all, I was like, how do you know? There's like thousands of people. I was like, yeah, we are. Walked us literally four pews from the front. Rose from the front. But it was it was fun and it was a great time. But we left like exhausted. I was like, wow, that was a lot. Like I just went to a concert and I just like heard a great message. It was cool. It was inspiring. That was great. But I'm exhausted. I was like, we got to go to mass now. So we got in the car and we drove to my friend's church. Her church is uh, St. Lawrence in Sugarland. Beautiful. And it was boring. <laughs> and the priests were wearing funky dresses, not nice suits. And the preaching was mediocre and the people were quiet, but I felt more rejuvenated coming out of mass because of the Eucharist than I did leaving uh, Willowbrook or whatever it's called. Right. And that was a moment for me to say, there is something beyond showy, flashy, concert-like services, which are, I mean, fine. There's right. nothing wrong with that. Right, and things. I don't think that's what we're doing here. I was like, but... I'm not bashing. Right. I'm saying that there is something to Catholic Mass that you, that just doesn't make sense to our modern minds. No. Uh, no. But it's there, and it makes a difference. I think one of the main things, the, one of the shifts in the last several months for me for Mass has been an incredible intentionality when I go up to receive communion that wasn't there before. And so now every time I go up to receive a communion, I remind myself that the creator of the universe is about to dwell with it. Yes. The actual creator of the universe. And then when I receive the cup, I'm just like the creator of the universe bled and died. Like, why don't we go you. every day? <sighs> Right? Like if we truly believe this stuff yeah. about mass, why don't we go every day? Why aren't why aren't we beating down the doors? It There's something about Jesus. He like when he came to earth, he came as a normal guy. He yeah, sure people heard about him, but like Yeah. They didn't really. Like he was kind of a hidden secret. He comes in bread and wine like it's so underwhelming. I and is it's it, so underwhelming. I know. And see, is that it? Is it is it that he makes it way too easy for us? At least here in in modern Austin, Texas. But like, if we really believed it, we would be beating down the doors to the church right. every isn't day. There, isn't there a quote of somebody who's not a Catholic old long time ago saying, "If if that really was Jesus, then I would be then I should see Catholics uh, approaching on their knees I from think so, yeah something like yeah that. it's yeah so we make it a little bit first we make it about ourselves and then we don't make it about what it's about and so. It is a challenge to to try to communicate that to teens or people that I'm in charge of, but it also sometimes is a challenge to remember it myself and to communicate it like within Same. my own heart and my family's the people that I'm directly in charge of. It's yeah, yeah. That daily mass thing, I mean, that's not you know, you don't have to do that to be a good Catholic, but like I should be doing that. Yeah. Right? Like that's an expectation I should hold myself to. And um and how fruitful would it be? It would be so, ridiculous. My life, my life would actually change and my attitudes would change. But like every day I would have to sacrifice something like another hour in bed or whatever. Right. It's, it's just putting Christ before myself. Well, and this whole thing where Jesus has said to me, draw near, mm -hmm. like has cha changed weeks that's of my life. That's a beautiful thing that yeah. God spoke to you in your heart. Like that's, we all need to do that. Yeah, and maybe listen once in a while. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. We are whining. It's fine.
So we hope that this has been a fruitful conversation uh, today. Um, and maybe we could all just, you know, show up to mass and kind of, uh, you know, always be that welcoming person, always be that person who just assumes that people need yeah. to be there. And just smile. Yes. Be happy. Like the Lord is coming to dwell with you. Like there is no greater joy. Right. Right. There's no greater joy. Yeah. I think, uh, I think just showing up and God will do great things. That's incredible. Right. That's incredible. All right. If you have any ideas that you want us to talk about, like throw them our way. Any questions you want us to answer or ideas for episodes, we'd love to get your opinions and hear what you have to, uh, have to say. Uh, we love you. We're going to pray for you in about two seconds and, uh, go be church. <laughs>